Welcome to Under the Water Tower, a production of Fellowship Baptist Church, located in Marble Falls, deep in the beautiful Texas Hill Country. Join Fellowship's staff and leadership while they explore, study, and discuss Bible passages. Here are your hosts, pastors Joni Wallach, Misty Grimm, Daryl Fishbeck, and lead pastor Dr. Jamie Greening. I feel kind of like... um Bible memorization is the forgotten discipline. Um, and I don't know what the key reason for this. I have some suspicions. Would you guys agree with that idea that when we talk about spiritual disciplines, probably no one really ever talks about memorizing Bible? I haven't heard it in a long time. Reference. Mm. Mm-hmm. I would agree with you. <laughs> that didn't even hurt. I agreed with you. It didn't even hurt. Well, but soon we'll make the, the, the shirts that say Jamie's right. That's the next. We hmm? might. Um, so the, and I don't know why, why do you think that, Misty, you, do you agree that Bible memorization doesn't get mentioned in spiritual disciplines the way others do? I do. I think sometimes it gets pushed back as to not as important, you know, especially now with the digital age, you know, with everybody having everything just on their phones. It's a lot easier just to be able to pull out your phone and look scripture up than actually to, you know, stress or, you know, um, implement it into your, you know, like you said, the um, uh, the disciplines or into your daily Bible study time or, you know. I didn't think about this till just now. And those are like some of the worst thoughts to ever pursue, the ones that are just popping into your mind. But as you say, the, f- the Bible's so available digitally. But I wonder if the proliferation of different translations has not hindered Bible memorization yeah. where there's no agreement mm-hmm. and there's no sense of um, continuity from right. one person memorizing a Bible mm-hmm. verse to you mem- mm-hmm. memorizing re- the same. I remember kind of growing up with a pastor who was always talking about, well, I learned everything that I memorized in King James, but feeling like the hip thing to do or the youth thing to do was NIV. And so you you went from the King nearly the nearly infallible you went version from King James mm-hmm. to NIV, and so it was like there was a consensus. Most people like now you have a lot of people do ESV, but I think you're right. There's so many with the message coming out, and just so many different translations. And if you memorize it in the message, is it really the Bible? <laughs> I mean, I mean, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, R- really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, y- you think so? Uh, parts of it. I mean, yes. I love Eugene Peterson, but I find the message to be less than authoritative. Oh no, I don't think that's what he was intending. Yeah, well, you take but one word out. He and called it, it the Bible. He called it. What? I'm sorry, Misty. No, that's Joni. Joni just cracking a lip right there. Said, "By the way, <laughs> may he rest in peace." I love Eugene I, I think Peterson. He's great too. Uh, but I, the, 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 to me, the weakest thing that he ever did was the Bible mm. uh, translation. I, that's that to me. It's it doesn't it doesn't strike me. It isn't, but anyway, that's just that's just me. Misty, mm-hmm. you were talking, and Joni oh. beat you down like a... I'm sorry. No, I think we started talking at the same time. I was just going to say, you know, you leave the different translations, you leave one word out, and it completely changes the whole the whole meaning of the, of, of the verse or the scripture or, you know, the context of it. Oh, gosh. I was just trying to remember. There's like a Psalm 46.10, Be still and know that I am God. Ah, is it the message... I think it's the way the message. I don't know about watching it. you struggle. Right? As well, I just wanted to make the point. It, it was He's I passing think it's a kidney <laughs> stone over there. Fifty I shades of red. I think it's the face. message that says cease striving, and know that I am God, or something like that. And so it was actually the message translation that helped me 
grasp that verse a little bit better because be still for my brain was a little bit too vague, but as an Enneagram three, go ahead, heckle me. I brought up the Enneagram. There's five you. minutes it's in, three seconds. four minutes, 29 seconds. Um, st- the word striving really resonated with me. And so just to go back to your original question, I, I, I'm, I, I think, yes, you can quote or memorize the message in certain context and it would still be considered the so Bible. I would I would I would say if you're going to memorize from the message it all should be from the message yeah really be you consistent. don't want to cross contaminate your well scripture memory? What, what I'm working on right now with my own personal memorization is I'm working through memorizing Psalms in the NRSV mm-hmm. which is um, becoming my more readable I mean I love the ESV for study and for preaching but the NRSV I find is far more readable and narrative and um, it does a lot of different things with the psalms like psalm 8 feels like a, like a completely different beast mm-hmm. um i think trans i think the different translations affects our ability to remember when we all had the king sure. james version that was hard it was it seemed like a more um monolithic approach mm-hmm. to it and you could check yourself mm-hmm. now if i get someone to check me well it depends on what bible you are using yeah. which word is there mm-hmm. well so i don't know where you're going with this whole topic today but are you not possibly by saying that suggesting scripture memory mem- memorizing scripture <laughs> it's gonna be a long day today um 10 15 has to be Darryl's like tired. exact all right i mean or uh, as more of a legalistic approach i memorize it exactly as it is or i'm memorizing the intent of the verse for my own growth if you're not going to memorize it correctly then why bother then don't do it because if you're remembering where a verse is and the value of the verse in a way that helps you personally, as opposed to I did it exactly right, I feel like one's a little bit more legalistic and the other's a little bit more. Mm-hmm. On this issue, I think legalism is important because precision mm-hmm. is important. This is uh, n- not that I'm um, mechanical on it in terms of mm-hmm. shame on you if mm-hmm. you don't get it right, but right. part of the discipline is striving to memorize it mm-hmm. in the right way. That That's where the discipline kicks mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Um, if I just get the feel for it, well, I got the whole feel for the whole gospel. It's Jesus just loves mm-hmm. people and dies. I'm, I'm not saying I got that. it. I'm saying <laughs> if I'm memorizing a verse. He rose again. And I'm working on it. 1 Corinthians 15. And mm-hmm. I get it. But maybe I, I'm trying to recall it, and I can't recall it exactly right. I don't want to beat myself up. Oh, you, you failed it because mm. you missed it, no. rather no. than, no, I'm remembering what the verse I, was. Please don't hear me saying f- self-flagellation well, because you didn't get the right <laughs> preposition. That's what I was wanting to clarify. But I do think, so for me, mem- Bible memorization is a part of your daily devotional regimen. Mm. And so you keep at it until you get it. Mm-hmm. That To me, that that's what I'm sure. saying. What happens is when I say, well, I got the gist of it, and so we move on, and you mm-hmm. don't actually ever work through. Yeah. Misty? Well, I just have why. That's the very first thing I listed here is why. Why do we feel like scripture memorization is important? Mm. And so what do you guys think? Well, Psalm 119.11 from my podcast prep notes over here <laughs> says, I've stored up your word. And the whole, all of Psalm 119 is, is a great context for God's word but I've stored up your word in my heart that I may not sin against mm-hmm. you. I would like to point out that he's reading it because <laughs> he has not memorized it. <laughs> he wanted to get it exact and right I but I think there is a Blessed difference. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners <laughs> or sit in the seat of mockers but whose light is in the law of the Lord for he shall meditate on the law of the Lord. Okay. I used to know someone. 
<laughs> used to know. I didn't want to take up a bunch of podcast time trying to labor through it, but no. I did. Happy, memorized. Happy are those <laughs> who do not. Blessed. <laughs> Blessed or <Blessed>. happy. <laughs> okay. So uh, where am I going with this? So I want to I, I want to f- explore why it's not as trendy and fashionable. And I think part of it is that it involves work. Mm. Uh, not that service doesn't involve work, but for to do service, basically you just say, I'm going to go do it. And so it's kind of passive. You schedule it, you show up, it happens, you get feel good. But at the same time, last week we discussed the fact that even service can be self-serving. Do not quote me from last I mean, week to defend against me this week. I'm not defending against I'm supporting what you're saying. Oh, okay, good. Then you quote I'm, away. I'm saying that I think even with service, you can do it for self-serving motives with scripture memory it there's a lot of work without necessarily getting a lot of credit for it you and won't so get any credit for it I mean unless you use the right app you might you can use some apps that will give you like a little point system is there an app for bible memorizing there's a lot of apps really? for that yeah mm. and i think a lot of like students now, i don't approve well i do so there's that <laughs> <laughs> um i think there's um, with the digital age, there's just not a lot of memorization at all. Like yesterday, that's we a good were, point. Um, at the movies, I said, "Text your parents, tell them you're on your way," and they're like, "I don't know my phone number." You don't know your parents' phone number? Like <laughs> what? I know <laughs> Kim's phone number, but I don't know my children's. Yeah, phone. I have a Same. laminated card in my wallet Same. with all the phone numbers. And on I don't it. know my work phone number. I didn't even I, point that out. As I proved last week, so Joni. <laughs> Does me a solid, and she takes me down to pick mm. up my it's car. On your business card. I didn't have that with me either. Mm. The I don't carry business cards. <laughs> that's that's so 1997. Anyway, don't tell Kelly that. <laughs> no. Nope. The uh, I'm down there. Joni drops me off to get my car, and it's perfect. But they, they should, you, you know, did I, wave me away. I, I said I got this now, and I walk inside, and the mechanic says I found one more thing. I'm like, oh, he says it's going to be about 45 minutes to an hour. So I'm like, oh, I'll just text Joe. But my phone was sitting on my desk because I came down in such a hurry to get my car when it was ready. And and I, I so I can't text. And he said, you can use my phone. I just, I'm looking at the phone. I'm like, <laughs> but I don't know anybody's <laughs> phone number. Did you admit that? I did. I said, I'm going to have to use your browser, too. So I Googled <laughs> the name of our church, Fellowship Baptist Church. Maybe phone number memorization is what we should <laughs> And then I hit call, and Kelly answers the church line. And she's like, why are you calling on the church line from a number I don't recognize? You know, she's like, are you dead? Um, so anyway, that was very sad. We might have to write the church number on your arm with Sharpie like we do with kids, you know, when you take them to SeaWorld, you write the phone number on their I have arm. never written You've on never my children's arm with <laughs> Sharpie and a note to his lapel. <laughs> I might have been Okay, really so uh, that could be it. I, I think there's also just the, you know, very trendy people write books about fasting uh, because it has that personal piety feel. and You do get the feel-goods. And I think trendy people and hipsters write, write their books about uh, service because it's really closely connected to social justice issues, and that's so trendy. And so what you end up with is the the people will go in and they'll do the, the fire-roasted organic house brew spirituality that feels really cool. Sells. But, but there's something about Bible memorization that just lacks that coolness. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't have that same hipster feel to it. Um, <clears throat> and I think I know why. 
Are you guys interested in knowing why? I would like to know why. I would like to know your thoughts on why. I think it goes back to all those really questionable children's ministry that a lot of us were involved in where they forced us Mm. to Bible memorize things. It was just just specific ones, you know, right? It's like when people know certain scripture, it seems to be like everybody knows. Back when we were younger, it was like all the kids knew the same verses in the same scripture. Mm -hmm. I think that's true. That's what you learned in John 3, 16. Yeah. Um, which I would say is probably like the only Bible verse that most Christians mm-hmm. have memorized is John three sixteen. Do you feel then that might be tied to denominationalism, whereas like Baptists were more coordinated, therefore Sunday school literature, things like that, it was a uniform teaching, and now you see a lot of blurring of denomination, and denominations aren't what they used to be, and, and do you think there might be That's some a positive. I think that's a positive. Oh, I do too, but I think, do you think that... When there was that structure and control, um, all the all of us kids that were going through Sunday school at that time were getting the same stuff. Sunday school, but also those Wednesday night programs, like uh, for I was an RA, and Girls RAs was big in into Bible. Action. And see, the curriculum was shared. If you were a Baptist church teaching RAs, you were all teaching but, the same curriculum. But Awanas used to terrify me. The kids running around with, when I was a pastor with their little brown church, and they had all the beads and the stars and the stickers. <laughs> got, and it was all about... Bible memorization and the more you memorize the better you were and I think what happened was is that something that we're kind of scarred because we were told as children memorize these and everything be fine as if they were magic incantations Mm -hmm. to ward off evil and you know little boys need to memorize these verses to keep those you know temptations from the girls when they get older and and little girls need to memorize these verses because it'll help them be pure and holy for their husbands later on I mean but that never really being taught what the what the scriptures mean. Exactly, <laughs> it was a tool it, or a right? weapon or a magic. So you charm. learn all these things, yeah. So yeah, or like sense. a lot of students will know Philippians four thirteen. I can do all things um, through Christ, but then they don't. They <laughs> uh, take can I correct you for just a moment? That's actually not what the verse says. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The verse the verse uh, in the in the Greek New Testament is I it uses a substantive pronoun. I can do all things through Him who strengthens me. Mm. The word Christ does not appear in that text. Okay. Well. Okay. But we all, I mean, we this hermeneutic brought to you by Jamie Green. Show off. Um, Totally. Um, So when I agreed with you earlier, I I take it back (laughs) now. (laughs) Change my mind. I retract my agreement and replace it with contrary thoughts. Whatever it was. Yeah. Um, But I think it's taken out of context. And so they may have a couple of power vor- verses like that, mm. but they're not even in context. I mean, I'm in a metal a little bit here, too. I mean, there was a, I don't know if it's You're still. You're in a what? I'm going to metal. Oh, I thought you said I'm in a metal. I was like, no, I'm I going to. We were going to win a metal. <laughs> um, I don't know if it says trendy still right now, but I know 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, um, Athletics loves Philippians 4.13, and I've seen letter jackets with it on the back mm-hmm. of it as like a, a, a magic charm or a trophy or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I think in that context, it could be used in a good way if it was understood the way it was written, but it's often used as I'm going to win because of this verse. Mm-hmm. 
But what if you play against someone who also uh, has Philippians oh, yeah. 4.13? Exactly. Dueling mm. Philippians exactly. 4.13. <laughs> well, the one who memorized it more correctly and didn't put Christ in it was probably <laughs> the one who's going <laughs> to <laughs> Look, I'm not arguing for taking Christ out of the Bible. Please be clear. I'm just no. telling you when Paul wrote it. Well, and how many times do we abuse um, scripture memorization too? Oh. You know, a lot of people how? do just people you know when they're hurting or when they're when they're in a hard p- place you're speaking with them and how many times have we and i'm speaking for myself you just well the bible says this and the bible says mm. you don't really know what to say so you're just quoting what scripture says which is never a bad thing and i think we can do that in conjunction with words you know uh, um, words from your heart as well and so how many times do we just say you know whatever just to kind of it's a, I'm praying for a you. A motto or something. Yeah. So I think we I think do we turn ab- into cliches and mottos. We abuse that too, yeah. Which is that that's what Philippians 13 has become. It's mm-hmm. a motto. It's a, it's, a, it's a cliche. It's a trope. What's a motto? Yeah. What's a motto with you? <sighs> <laughs> uh, sorry. I had to throw it out there. <laughs> oh, what, what, what am I going to do with you? <laughs> anyway, so the, the, the whole flow of that Bible memorization aspect is that uh, we do abuse it. We, we, pr- we haul it out. Let me take it back away. The why, I, I think you asked the question why. Or no, it was you, uh-huh. Misty. Misty, Misty asked mm-hmm. why. I'm just used to Daryl asking why. Why do we memorize? I think the reason we memorize is because it is a uh, it fills our heart and mind with the proper things. Mm-hmm. Um, to think on the noble things, whatever's lovely, whatever's beautiful, mm-hmm. whatever's noble. Uh, mm-hmm. Think on these things. Well, put it in our f- at the forefront of our minds. I think it says in Deuteronomy that's to, put, to have it. You know, as Christ is always your focus, and He's always right there. I believe the the that's the sh- yeah the Shema. Whenever you um, hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, uh, the Lord is one, and that all those places you're supposed to teach mm-hmm. the, the. Well, and then we do. I, I'm assuming kind of what the 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 Pharisees did with their, if I say this right, phylacteries, and we, they knew Scripture. Yeah, they, had they it memorized all it, but memorized then it became it. like I'm going to wear it. Yeah, as like this magic uh, charm or something like that. Um, the what you mean the way the way people wear crucifixes around their necks or exactly. a cross around their necks? It's, it's like this um, routine. You know, it can't l- just become yeah, rabbit's just foot. Rabbit's foot. There's nothing personal or intimate in it. It's it's a, a trophy almost or badge of honor. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's a lot of it. I, th- I think the um, there's it's not cool. We have negative stereotypes of it. Mm-hmm. We've seen it abused. Uh, I've seen parents use Bible memorizing to punish children. Mm. Like Our husband, the husbands, be submissive I have to your wife. Uh, Your oh husband yeah. made oh you yeah. memorize when they don't even go to church. There's Does Greg nothing. Make you yes. Well, and not even that. Yes. Male male pastors will will tell women who are basically in in a horrible relationship. You just need to go love him with the love of mm-hmm. Christ and win him, and then they will use scripture. When to, he's not even to, any part to of almost um, um, gaslight them into yeah. standing Weaponized. in an abusive mm-hmm. abusive. That's an interesting idea. Quote Bible memorizing and quoting a Bible verse from memory could I can see be used in a gaslighting way. Absolutely. To set things up. That was in my notes. Uh, and, and, uh, I'm sorry, that? we cut you off. Go ahead. No, I'm. It, it's, it's well, fine. I mean if. The prodigal's mom hadn't been at yoga, you know. <laughs> Getting her nails did. Now, that's just bad hermeneutics. That's not the same thing. Uh, I also think it's because it's hard because we don't ever actually memorize things mm-hmm. correctly. And I've got a five-step process for memorizing. Are you ready for this? Ooh, well, I obviously steps. need it. Let me memorize these five steps. <laughs> uh, the first one is to learn it. 
Learn it. Learn it. Do it. Learn is it. there ever really a, you know, you always think, well, that's on my list. You know, I'm going to do, but like anything else, you don't wait. You just do it. Mm-hmm. It's not ever going to get easier, so to speak. You it has know? to become a habit. And You've got to make it a discipline. point and mm-hmm. make it intentional. I think it's a lot like studying the Bible, too. Like, where do you start? Mm-hmm. And I think that's tough also. Well, you, you have to pick one. Mm-hmm. And like Psalm, that Psalm 119, 11, that's a good one to start. Yeah. And again, King James, thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. That's the way most of us learned it. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful verse. And with Amy Grant singing it. <laughs> well, that helps. <laughs> Were y'all also told that they're going to come take your Bibles away so you better learn all of the scriptures? No, I read that in a book. Oh, I have, yeah, I've heard I, that. They're like, they're going to take your Bible. Well, it's going to be illegal by the time that you're, you know, 30. Before you go into your, your steps, a, a thought that some Misty said a minute ago that made me think of this. It was the gold star mentality. Um, I remember growing up with RSGA, stuff like that, the, the, the Bible drills of how quickly you could find. Sword drills. Get it right, a, buddy. Attention, <laughs> salute, pledge, you know, whatever it was. <laughs> but you, like, had to open it and find it. And if you found it, I think it, you're you confusing <laughs> the opening of Vacation <laughs> Bible I'm, School. I'm scarred, <laughs> okay? With whatever I'm happened very to you. scarred by a lot of things hey, church. I, I appreciate you being vulnerable about those scarrings because, I mean, childhood messes us up a lot. Well, and you don't realize it when you're in the mm-hmm. midst of it. But it was like, well, okay, I was good at that. I knew where some things were. But what about... John or Susie who maybe didn't read well or were dyslexic mm-hmm. or weren't quick at finding things mm-hmm. just because a friend brought them to church. Well, how do they feel in that moment? Well, right. you didn't get your goal. They feel shamed. Mm-hmm. And we love to shame people to get to, to, to motivate them to do things. But I think that was another context where we're going to make these kids know it and we're going to reward them. Well, that works great for those of us who thrive on trophies and medals and stuff like that. But it doesn't work for everybody. It, it also turns spirituality into competition. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one of the things I think all, all, all the Awana's program <laughs> is, you know, who who gets the accolades, the one who memorizes the most. And those mm-hmm. who don't aren't nearly as spiritual. Now, however, the person who maybe memorized one or two may have really gotten it. Mm-hmm. And th- mm-hmm. that's the key. Yep. Spirituality is not a competition, yet the, the, the church has this tendency to want to, just do like everything else in the world and be competitive about everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. There are no winners and losers in church. Mm-hmm. We're all well, losers who have been redeemed by Jesus. Yeah, and that causes people to, I'll never forget, you know, years ago, we were I was at a women's Bible study and asked a friend of mine to come. And she wasn't in church and she didn't really know her Bible scripture or anything like that. And But she agreed to come. After the first session, she told me, well, I guess it was the next week when it was time to go back. She said, I just... I feel very intimidated. She said, everybody there is knowledgeable. And, you know, she said, I just feel like I don't know anything. And she ne- she w- I could never get her to go back with me. So if it's like that in adults, it's like that even more so in kids. I think you're right. Absolutely. You know. So the first step is to learn it, which requires you actually working through the verses and memorizing mm-hmm. it word at a time, mm-hmm. phrase at a time, and getting it right. Uh, I was uh, recommend starting with something small and easy. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus wept. Psalm that not quite that <laughs> s- small and easy. <laughs> Psalm one nineteen eleven is good, um, uh, or uh, a John ten ten. Those are good. Uh, something easy, you learn it. But then here's the important second step. Are you ready for this? This will revolutionize your your whole way of seeing. It. Are you ready? All all six eyes are looking at you with question marks. Then you forget it. Mm-hmm. You have to forget it. I was gonna say meditate. 
well, that's part of that's gonna actually gonna come later in the process because you have to forget it. Because what happens is we don't treat the brain properly. We think we learn it and we memorize it and we got it, mm-hmm. but that's short-term memory. Uh, for it to go down into long-term memory, you have to have a more intensive process of acquisition and loss and then reacquisition. Mm-hmm. It's it's when you get it back again that it becomes, it makes the journey from the, the, that frontal part to the more deep embedded part of your heart. And to me, that's what the, the Psalms 119.11, we skip, your word have I hidden in my heart. W- heart is that deep abiding mm-hmm. place inside of you that, that when you, I use the phrase, the reason I study the Bible and memorize it is when I'm squeezed, what I want to come out of me is Bible. Yeah. Yeah. And so for, so I have to, I have to learn it, memorize it and then forget it. And then hold I on, hold on. You said, learn it and forget it. Memorize this too. Or well, well, learn, learn it is to memorize it. Right. Oh, so okay. learn it. Make right. sure I'm getting the five steps right, right here. And then, then you forget it. Intentionally forget something. You kind of you just you, you you stop practicing Step it. Step so away from so it. So maybe for a month or so you're practicing it every morning, and then what I recommend is you move on to something else, right? So if if you do John three sixteen, <coughs> for a month, and you think I got this, well then you stop it. You now you practice Psalm one nineteen eleven or Genesis one one or um, Galatians three twenty three, whatever verse you want to do. Um, <laughs> Revelation twenty one eight, you know, <laughs> uh, all the different the Bible verses, you move on, and then in about four months you come back to it, and you reckon remember you realize, I did I, I, I don't know it anymore, mm-hmm. right? You may have images, pieces and parts. Now you relearn it, and in this relearning, that's the third step. Then the fourth step is to struggle with it. This is when you meditate on it. This is when you. Uh, get to what does it mean for me for my life for my my understanding of who god is and then the fourth step is to own it by fifth step you mean yeah the fifth step is to own it and that's when it becomes part of you it's it's not a bible verse out there that you're it's not a project that you're working on it's just as much as your little finger is to you Mm -hmm. It, it's a, it's who you are it's like jeeps to Joni, right it's just <laughs> who she is and that's the that's the process that you, but you have to, the, the most important part is to forget it, because mm-hmm. what happens is, is then your brain relaxes. I got that part down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the brain relaxes it and it flushes out of the frontal memory, uh, that, that short-term memory. You can memorize anything for you know a day or two, mm-hmm. but then you lose it. Mm-hmm. It's got to go down deep, mm-hmm. and the best way to do that is to forget it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my five-step process for memorizing almost anything long-term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you learn it in context? Do you think it's important to study that scripture in context so you know kind of the context? I feel like a lot of scriptures are taken out of context. Most scriptures are taken out of context. So, well, say um, take like Psalm one eighteen eleven. We've been referencing this. I've stored your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. You're saying, do you just memorize that, or do you? F- you know where, like, or Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, for I know the plans I have for you. Speaking of misuse, plans that will prosper. And not harm you. But he's talking to the Israelites the as Lord. a whole, not one senior on graduation. <laughs> what? So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I, th- like, is that part important? Is that in the learn it phase? I think that that comes more with the struggle with it and own it. Now, you, I'm never against Bible hermeneutics, or I'm never against putting the Bible in its context. 
but I don't think that's necessary for the uh, initial, you know, I, I, I learned John 3.16 in an early age. It wasn't until mm-hmm. later that I recognized, you know, I, I'm not, I'm, now I'm no longer convinced that Jesus ever said that. I think Jesus stops talking about verse 11. Hmm. John begins giving commentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's John's hand, not Jesus's well, hand. Well, and for me, John 3.16 made a lot more sense. And um, maybe I understood it better when I learned John 3.17, that just yeah. those two together mm-hmm. just yeah. really did something for me. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. correct. But, but uh, for example, Psalm 119, let's just work on that. By the way, that's the verse that we're in my prep notes that I, I open with, we just, just so we I know. We appreciate that. <laughs> I also have it under my why. Just in case. Um, can you give me the your word as a lamp into my feet and a light into my path? Same chapter. Can can I give you what verse it is? Yeah. No. So the 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 passage one nineteen is this beautiful hymn to the word of God. Mm-hmm. So if you're it makes sense to memorize a Bible verse about memorizing the Bible mm-hmm. in a chapter that's all about how important the word of God is. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's so long is because each section is a different acrostic. Um, most Bible readers don't stop to think, why is it? Li- why is the first section Aleph mm-hmm. and the next section Bet? Because inside those sections, every line inside that section begins with that letter. Mm. Every single line, all the way through the end of the Hebrew alphabet. One, uh, 22 letters, I believe. Uh, all sections are there. And so uh, it's a thorough and complete a to Z approach to what the Word of God is, which would have made it very much easier to memorize in the ancient world because you remember, I think it's seven lines per section, all beginning with the same letter. So you just get the same. And then once you get the first letter of any line, you would easier. And you said in the ancient world, not everyone had a Gideon's Bible in the ancient world. And so scripture memory was even that much more. And they important. They, they memorize things much easier than we do because they 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 we are in an age where we don't memorize things. Mm-hmm. They were in an age where you did memorize because the only way you would know something. Isn't that part of the fear when they had like the Gutenberg, the press, um, that people would just stop memorizing scripture, and also they'd have so much access to scripture they'd stop going to church. I think I think some people were afraid of that. The big fear was from the established church at the time that people would read the Bible and actually know what it said. Mm-hmm. Uh, because well, anytime there's a major shift like that, paradigm shift, there's always going to be someone saying, this is going to do all these bad things to try and keep people, because they're afraid of it, they're afraid of the change. AI. That's the new paradigm shift that's changing everything. People are afraid of AI. Mm-hmm. I have a little 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 side note for you. AI is already doing everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's everything. I wish it'd do my dishes. Uh, <laughs> that's, Ale- that's Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we move into some more stuff, uh, I, I know we got some back-end things. Uh, I wanted to talk about um, the the excuses why people don't memorize. I think the first one I've heard for years is just the people will downplay their intelligence. I'm mm-hmm. just not smart enough to, to Do memorize. Do you buy that? No, no, absolutely not. Never I, have. I don't either. You know why? People memorize sports statistics, song lyrics, news headlines, all kinds of stuff all the time. You can give me one or two notes from like, I don't know, um, MC Hammer, you can't touch mm-hmm. this, and I can I can give you almost the whole thing, right? 
word from, for from word. my childhood or yeah. um, dream on or Freebird or Led Zeppelin movies movie quotes um, memes mm-hmm. gifts you, you tell me you you can't <laughs> you can't to. you can't bi- memorize the Bible mm-hmm. but you you still remember uh, that you know the memes from mm-hmm. six years ago and I don't think that we're really asking the Holy Spirit. You ask him to reveal his word, you know, you pray before you read and ask him to reveal to you what you need for that day. But are we asking him for, you know, the um, supernatural power to be able to memorize scripture as well? My memory is terrible. I have sticky notes. I have lists. I, you guys know Timers me. on her phone I care. when she's yes. not around her phone. Because I'm so busy and I feel like my mind is just overloaded with things and but when we come to the Lord and when we ask him specifically to help us, you know, like we said in, in you know, the, the disciples, they wrote all those things down. They remembered what Jesus said. And that wasn't just because of their power and their memory. That was because it was supernatural. And I believe that. Well, and we're talking about spiritual disciplines. Exactly. Just like fitness or, or anything else that involves effort and a mm-hmm. habit is mm-hmm. there's going to have to be some some will yeah. in there to, to but participate. I, th- I think that's what's lacking. We use lack of intelligence, or I'm just not the kind of person who can memorize things. Right. I just don't excuse. really want to. Yeah. Yet these same people will memorize all sorts of stuff yeah. for their work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in the medical field, there's things that you have to memorize. Right. I mean, you, you can't say, oh, let me check the book on mm-hmm. this. You better know. Uh, Joni was a teacher mm-hmm. for years. There's just things to memorize, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe it's the same way. So we just don't. Mm-hmm. And the, what we do is we say, well, I got my Bible with me. And we think, like what Johnny was saying, the whole thing, the purpose of memorizing is in case I don't have a Bible. That's not the purpose of memorizing. Mm-hmm. The purpose of memorizing is to fill up your heart and your soul mm-hmm. with God's Word so that that is what is informing you. That's the narrative of your life. Right. This is the, the, the when you think about how things ought to be, your brain goes to what the Bible says because that's right. what's in there. And it's clarity. You know, we talked about the Ooh, spiritual disciplines for the fasting and for the um, service. And this, it's, it's clarity when we're in that moment that we don't know what to do. You know, Lord, help me. I did Psalm 121, I lift my eyes to the, to the hills. Um, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, Lord. the maker and of heaven and earth. Heaven and earth. And when we're in those moments... I was there this weekend, and that's exactly the scripture he brought to my mind. I had just, I didn't know what to do. And he brought me all these, just all the scriptures and all the, ver- and it just brought such a peace to my mind in answers. I just started writing things down before I forgot them, you know, because he was just bringing them to me. And that, that's the power, because the word is alive. Mm. I think it's time for a break. Uh, Fishbeck has given me the old f- tapping his Fitbit. Uh <laughs> So Kelly's going to give you some important words and information. We'll come back on the back side and talk more about Bible memorizing. Maybe maybe hit pause on your machine and and think about your favorite Bible verse that you have memorized. All right, and then forget it. And get a snack. Then relearn it. You are listening to Under the Water Tower, a ministry of Fellowship Baptist Church located in Marble Falls. We would love for you to join us for worship. Visit our website for worship times at fmf.life. Do you have questions or suggestions on future topics for Under the Water Tower? We would love to hear them. Send us an email to office at fmf.life. If you like what you hear and would like to support this ministry, visit fmf.life give. 
That's fmf.life slash give. So we've talked a lot about Bible memorization, but we actually haven't talked about Bible verses to memorize. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite, Joni? Um, First Thessalonians 5.16. Give rejoice. it to me. Rejoice always, pray without... Ceasing? Oh Without ceasing <laughs> okay. everything, give thanks. Joni is Joni is exemplifying the forgetted stage <laughs> of the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you do next. <laughs> I do like that one. Rejoice always. That's a perfect one. I also like Matthew um, twelve thirty four is um, out of the heart the mouth speaks, mm. and I think that's important. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's important when you think about Bible memorization because if you if you have trash stored up in your heart, then that's what's going to come out. I agree with that. What did we say when computers were new, garbage in, garbage, garbage out? out. Yes. I mean, that doesn't really mm-hmm. fit now because computers are just, you know, garbage. Just blame it on the AI. Yeah, the AI. Um, mm-hmm. But it's the same idea. I think that's exactly right. Um, so you, in, in the heart. I went through a season early on. Fall? And I think, it, no, it was probably winter. Um <laughs> And I believe it might have been tied to going through one one of the many times I went through experiencing God because I believe with each week, isn't there a verse to memorize or something are. like that? <coughs> and I had actually a, um, you know, may not know what these are. Y'all will, but some of our listeners may not. Index cards, the three by fives, and an indo- index card box. And I, I had a whole bunch of scriptures written down. I would, I would write it because for me, writing it helped memorize it. And so I, I went through a, a phase where I was just like I had a ton of verses could just like memorize them. I probably probably now still in the forget it phase. But I do remember there being times where <clears throat> maybe late at night I couldn't sleep or like Misty was saying, you're in a situation and instead of maybe negative thoughts or instead instead of stress or anxiety, it was like all these verses were there and I could I could be lying in bed in the middle of pitch dark at night and yet just be rolling scripture over mm-hmm. my head and from, you know, anywhere from mm-hmm. Genesis to Revelation, just wherever mm-hmm. these verses, and I'm visual, and so in my mind, I'm seeing them chronologically, and that helped me memorize them. But I just remember having, being able to kind of access that, um, or the Holy Spirit access it in me, um, was, again, I need a adjective. Is it adjective, adverb, whatever? It was, I don't want to use the What's word comfort. Modifying? Comforting doesn't, isn't really, it was... Um, Helpful. Uh, yeah, helpful, for lack of a better word, and prolonging this diatribe any longer. But h- I'm so glad I gave you the lack of a better word. <laughs> what's, what's a good word? That's not it. That's not it. <laughs> Maybe illuminating. Maybe. Yeah. I don't want to over-spiritualize it, because I'm sure there was a little bit of a competitiveness in me at the time, like I'm going to memorize 100 verses or something like that, so... I want to make it sound like my my efforts were all noble, but it it was beneficial still. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. So you still haven't given us one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you've referenced it before, and it's always kind of come back to me as Proverbs three five and six. Yeah. Uh, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. And I've taught that, I've studied it through the years, and it's it's taken on different meanings, but it's always been kind of a good anchor. Mm-hmm. So did, when you exegete that, how do you work that out? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. I I see it as um, your focus, your attention. Um, it, it's kind of like when you're trusting in God. It's what where 
where are you directing your 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 energy, your thought, your focus? Um, are you trying to get God to do what you want Him to do, or you know things like that? And I've always kind of thought Jesus Jesus was riffing on that verse when He said, you know, um, uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. That that's that's trusting in the Lord is that same idea. Um, it all all your heart, trusting with all your heart. It involves the totality of your being. Love that passage because it takes that and then the idea of paths. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jesus is always talking about paths and ways and the road and the narrow. And there's so many different things because you're talking, he'll make your path straight. It doesn't say he'll make them flat. And so it just gave me the idea of, you know, there's so many. (laughs) Straight up. (laughs) Sometimes it feels. Or straight down. Um, Your ladder is straight. But that it may not, it may still be struggle. It just might be the shortest distance between the two points you're trying to get to. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you think about, like, there's a lot of times where you're like, oh, I know that's in there somewhere, but not having the address. Like, um, Google. That bothers me. <laughs> it bothers me too. You, you because I know there's a lot. Go. Oh, so you're saying, like, quoting it and saying yeah. the Bible says, but I don't remember where? Mm hmm. Because I do that often. Like, I'm like, I know it's. The writer of Hebrews does that, and it troubles me when he does, he or she does it as well, so, right? Because yeah. uh, the Hebrews will say, the Spirit says somewhere, and they'll give a quote, mm-hmm. an exact quote, which means the whoever put that mm-hmm. down on paper knew exactly where it came from, mm-hmm. but chose not to give a direct reference, but used mm-hmm. the phrase, the Spirit says mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I give, you know, when it's in the Bible, it's okay, but uh, when people do it, I, it troubles me because it says, you're lazy. Uh, you're spiritually lazy because you've probably done that before. It says somewhere, and you never bother to look it up and learn it. Mm-hmm. That's th- that. well, that's a woeful lack of curiosity. And then it opens the door for people like who might say, "Well, the Bible doesn't the Bible say God helps those who help themselves?" <laughs> and you're like, "No, the Bible didn't say that. It was Benjamin Franklin or whoever said that or whatever." And how random quotes all of a sudden get attributed to scripture because mm. you you just said well the bible says the bible says this too shall pass well, no if it you doesn't. don't have anything to compare it to if you don't know scripture <laughs> and you don't know what the bible says then yeah you're just going to fall for whatever comes along you know so we've got to have it's our weapon too you know it's our weapon that god gives us to fight against things like that yeah stop and to throwing fight against it sin in our own lives too mm-hmm. that's another good bible verse to memorize that mm-hmm. hebrews 4 the, the the Bible is uh, four eleven and twelve. The sharper than a two edged sword, able to divide the marrow. That that's that's yeah. a cl- that that is a um, a powerful image, image of something that hacks. It doesn't just cut you. It hacks all the way to the bone mm-hmm. and slices into the marrow. This this is some powerful mm-hmm. stuff. And it deserves, you know, it, mm-hmm. that's, ooh. And it's alive. Well, and a lot you of people know, think, think, of, think of that as like this sword just chopping. Yeah. I think of sometimes like a scalpel mm-hmm. that it can just, mm-hmm. every little minuscule mm-hmm. thing right where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. It's sharp. Mm-hmm. It's, it, 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 and the, the point is it gets to your soul. Right. It's, yeah. it's going it's to flay back everything mm-hmm. and get to the meat of the subject. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what the Word of God does. And it's mm-hmm. a, that powerful it's it's a it's a weapon it's a tool mm-hmm. uh you mentioned laying in bed one of the things I, uh, you talk to younger folks um he was laying in bed rolling through the dark with his <laughs> bible verses i was like 
like, I don't remember that. Joni was <laughs> laying in the dark going. Jo- Joni, Joni looked to me like I was insane. It was like two minutes ago. He's talking about laying in bed, rolling through the Bible verses I in his head. I didn't commit that to memory. Um, She's the really working on the forgetful stage. <laughs> <here. She's laughs> that's her speciality. Uh, the students, I've talked to a few, and, and something new is developed in the way they speak about their mind. And they'll use the phrase intrusive thoughts. Hmm. Um, and what they mean is they have bad ideas mm-hmm. and uh, or temptation, but they use the phrase intrusive thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I think the scriptures are a powerful way of memorizing to combat, mm-hmm. to, to overcome those intrusive mm-hmm. thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to just call it temptation. Yeah. N- now they use different it's words. words. Yeah. Um, but but the same idea. Do, you, do they use those words with you, Joni? Yes, they do. Okay. How do, how do you... Do you do you how do you work with that as a youth pastor? Um, well, you just put me on the spot. <laughs> um, I do think that it's it's there's so much information everywhere, and there's so many voices. I feel like there's so many more voices now than than used to be. So they may have an intrusive thought, but they may not even think that it's necessarily negative. So you have to work that out. They have to work that out. You know, where is the what what voice is it? And if you don't have scripture memorized or you um, or you don't have those words in your heart, then it's whatever voice is louder. And I think that's mm. that's pretty tough. Or has the most followers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not to go super spiritual, but we are talking about this in the season of Lynn and spiritual disciplines. There is a spiritual battle that is taking place. Now, I don't, I'm not looking for the devil under every corner, but we do know that there is um, those negative voices are not just always from inside of us. Sometimes they are from outside of us that well, come and, our way. And it's and it's the yes. twisting of scripture. I mean, Satan quoted scripture, but he also kind of left parts out. And so I think uh, another importance of knowing scripture, memorizing it, and knowing it accurately, is because just a little bit of a shift here. It can still sound very Bible-y, That's why I but say could we've take on know. a different. We've got totally to know it. That way you're able to fight against that. You and know, you better know it better than yeah. him. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, Misty, what's one of your favorite Bible verses? Because um, Daryl D- actually never gave us an actual text. He um, I said Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Okay. Probably Psalms nineteen fourteen is probably one of my favorites. Um, Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. See, I've been working on that whole psalm. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful ending. It's a it's a strange ending to the whole psalm, though, because mm-hmm. it starts off with this great hymn to creation. Mm-hmm. You know, the heavens are telling the glory of God. The firmament proclaims His handiwork, and it runs through. But then it suddenly it shifts, yeah. and it turns into this discussion about the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Right, the law of the Lord is perfect. perfect. Right, it's yeah. perfect, reviving the soul. The 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 uh, uh, decrees of the Lord are, you know, sure, mm-hmm. uh, making wise the simple. And he goes all through the list, mm-hmm. and it's, and then it goes back to that. It's powerful. Pra- it, it, it's a, it's it really is. I think it's a, it's a it's an often neglected song. Yeah, I agree. I I, I agree. affirm your choices, all I your choices. I love it. I love it. Well, and I always want my words, and they're not always because we're not perfect. But I strive for my words to be uplifting and encouraging, and. Um, and sometimes you it's a struggle to do that and also um, not just giving in to what people want to hear. You know, I have a friend of mine, and every 
she's just it's doom and gloom and everything's just sad and depressing and the world's out to get her and I want to be uplifting and encouraging to her but I also want to say look you know God didn't create us to to live in that doom and gloom he created us to be you know his life he came to give us life and you know to give it in abundance and so anyway that's a that's balance there. And so you take that, that passage in Psalm 19, you know, about the word of God. And so you tell your friend, you know, it's uh, more to be desired yeah. than yeah. gold, much fine gold, sweeter also than honey from the dripping comb. Uh, just wonderful. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. ooh. When I'm just sitting here thinking about um, scripture memorization and, and how we're talking about really the, the whole counsel of God's word. But you have people who have agendas who are very good at selectively memorizing <laughs> and picking out verses that right. support exactly what they want to say and combining them in ways that um, are abusive even sometimes. Um, but that sh- shows really a, a lack of understanding of mm-hmm. a bigger picture there. I think, I think it, and that goes left and right, up and mm-hmm. down, both ways. So, in evangelical churches, we tend to memorize more Paul. Mm-hmm. The Roman road. I mean, I've got it in my notes here. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of us, that was kind of, uh, other than John 3.16, mm-hmm. Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, Romans 5.8, uh, Romans 10.9, uh, Romans well, 13. You know. I think when we're depending on self, we're very prepared, right? I have this scripture and this scripture and this scripture as just, you know, kind of on autopilot on demand. But it's when we really lean into the Holy Spirit and allow him to lead us is, I mean, he will bring us those scriptures to our mind. But we have to put some of the work into it also. And in, in those scriptures that we that we, we, we prepared because we have an agenda and we're not using them right. to feed our soul. We're using them to I'm win an, an argument. I'm an evangelical. Yes. My job is to convert the world. So right. I need to memorize the five mm-hmm. verses so that I'm. Exactly. Loaded in my gun yeah, to exactly. shoot at people. And then on the other side, you know, they're uh, on the left. You have huge emphasis upon the prophets and social justice. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Micah six eight. I mean, I love mm-hmm. Micah six eight, but a lot of Baptists don't really love it that much because mm-hmm. you know it's it's very much you know He has shown you, oh man. Mm-hmm. And what does the Lord require of mm-hmm. you? But to do what, right? But to love mercy and to do justice and to walk humbly with your God, mm-hmm. and that this is what we're supposed mm-hmm. to do, and and um, that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't doesn't do very well in winning an argument. No, <laughs> you can't say oh, humility, but you need to do what I say. <laughs> and the Bible says, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and scripture memorization is for you, right? It's for you, but then also we use that for others, so it com- it comes full circle. Uh, I, I see where you're saying. Can I push just a little bit, Misty? Mm-hmm. Are you allowed? Will you allow me to just? Sure. Push? It is ultimately for mm, no. We me- we memorize the Bible, and it fills us up, and other people will benefit from it. But it's not the Bible coming through us as if we are simply the lens through which they get it. Get it. But instead. It transforms who we are so that when the need is available, we are complete and whole in our discipleship and able to meet the need that they have. Yeah, that's what I said. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) 
what I heard was. <laughs> Tell me what you heard because I <laughs> felt like that therapy isn't too I kind of thought that's what I was, but okay, let's see. <laughs> we really should video these because the, the look, Missy's just giving me this look like, what planet did you come from? <laughs> what I thought I heard was we learn it and then God pulls it out of us to paste into someone in else's life. Times. Like a, like, so you're becoming someone who's got a Band-Aid in my pocket with a Bible verse. Mm-hmm. And when they need it, I can pull out and give it to them. And I don't know if that's the image that I'm trying to convey. I'm trying to convey I have already applied these verses right. to my life yeah. such that now I've become a healing vessel. Yeah, that's what I mean. Not just putting a Band-Aid yeah. on it, but I, I as a whole person have right. attended that's what I meant. The Holy okay. Spirit changes us so that we can help others. Oh, I'm so glad that we yeah. agree. I wasn't saying it's <laughs> just nervous. well because there are people who it, who are like are. I'm going to memorize these memorize these scriptures and exactly. then when I'm in the grocery store and the checkers having a bad day or something. Well, you know the Bible that's what says. I mean. When I said earlier, we just spout things out. Yeah. You know that's what I was talking about. But that's this not what it's for. This is the day the Lord <laughs> has made. We will rejoice. You're not rejoicing. <laughs> and be glad. In I it. love to uh, to wake up my kids with that. They hate it. I think that ties into the Ephesian verse that says, do not provoke your uh. children to wrath or something like that. And I'm squirting my kid in the face with a water bottle. <laughs> I was not quoting Bible scriptures. Get thee behind Spirit me, Spirit compels <laughs> me. Spirit compels you. So tell us about some of your favorite verses. I got lots of them. I like Galatians 3.23. I like Romans 8.1. Romans 12.1 and 2. Uh, I find myself going back to that one a mm. lot, you know. Do not con- uh, be conformed to the pattern of this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his perfect and pleasing will. That, that I kind of go back to this idea that discipleship is my mind mm-hmm. being transformed. Yeah. My mind is running this ship, not my body. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of Christ followers let their body run the ship and not their mind. They, uh, they let their sensory input control. They don't decide. So for me... In terms of like about the, the temptations of this world and the problems that I face, that verse has become very important to me. One of the reasons why I'm so familiar with Philippians 4.13 is because for years I claimed 4.11 as my Bible verse, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is not that I speak, King James, <laughs> not that I speak in respect of want, for I've learned whatsoever state I'm in therewith to be content. Uh, which if you put that, and you think about Philippians 4, 3, it changes the dynamic of what, what that verse means. Mm-hmm. Whether you win or lose the race, whether you, you let win. her or don't let her, you whether you're rich or poor, you are content with where God has put you because you recognize his hand in your life. See, it's like the, the saying, you know, the, 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 the professional athlete that gets the interception or scores the touchdown and then points to heaven or kneels or something like that. Well, that why doesn't the, the quarterback that threw the interception do the same thing in the moment? You know, that, that was never me because they never picked me to play. Well, mm. I um, can relate. The, I was that guy too. So, so the b- first verse I ever memorize, I have my children memorize, is Deuteronomy twenty six five. Mm. Children obey your parents. <laughs> no, <laughs> a wandering Aramean was my father. <laughs> <laughs> You can ask the mother, what's that with that? You know, and I f- oh, go ahead. Go, did you keep going? Oh, I was just going to say, and as kids, you know, we were talking about earlier learning these scriptures as kids. You know, I think uh, we were doing it backwards. You know, you, you memorized the scripture. We were forced to memorize the scripture before we really learned to in- 
know what they are and be able to just absorb it and soak it in you know whereas now as adults it's I don't know I feel like it was all reversed when we were when we were growing up I think we would have much saner healthier Christ mm-hmm. followers if we would take them at five years old or seven years old or nine years old whatever mm-hmm. and just we're going to work on this verse. Mm-hmm. We're going to learn this verse. We're going to learn what it means. Yeah. We're going to learn what it means for other people mm-hmm. and for our behaviors. And like every couple of months, we're going to come back to this. Yeah. Ver- I'm, I'm not convinced that we always need new children's curriculum. Mm-hmm. I've never understood that. Yeah, it doesn't the change. Chil- the children change. Yeah. The things we're telling the children mm-hmm. doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. Um, but we have to have new curriculum because, you know, mm-hmm. somebody has to make money. Somebody's got to make some mm-hmm. money off this. Uh, but yeah, I think that you're right. Just saturate them not in a whole lot of bible verses right. but some really important ones. that are meaningful yeah um you know that but part where know. jesus said love your neighbor he he that that's that you can spend like a couple of years cogitating right. on that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i also like you asked the question um uh the 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 galatians motif uh 2 18 and 19 i'm crucified with christ and I no longer, which you, <laughs> you need to start, lots of people need Stephen Curtis Chapman to, to quote that one, right? <laughs> um, I, I no longer live, but Christ lives within me. The life I live in the flesh, I live it uh, in faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Which song is that? Oh, I can hear a saddle up your horses right now. So I don't remember which song. <laughs> 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 that's where my brain went for some reason. I, I think it's called I'm Crucified with Christ. I think that's the name of it. Of course, what I always remember is, he quoted it wrong in the song. It's uh, not right. Uh-huh. I, a lot of songs I, do Side that, note, ironically, my high school youth pastor um, just posted a picture yesterday that they were with Stephen Curtis Chapman at a concert somewhere. I have no idea, but he's still out there. Uh, Baptist Press was feting him as being like the first person to ever like 50 number one hits. It was a big thing. I think that's probably he, why you're He did a concert in, at Mary Hunt Baylor when I was he's in He's got to be like 68, Well, he went through this old. whole era where, you know, they adopted a girl and she was in a tragic accident and died and then he lost his voice for a couple years and couldn't sing i saw him at a conference speaking hoarsely speaking speaking but he couldn't sing. he's very hoarse and stuff so he's he's been through quite a journey Mm. his hair is not as short now yeah Yeah, it's very short when i saw him in college he had long blonde golden locks before i met kim and i was pretty active in bsu which shows you how old i am bsu doesn't exist anymore uh, the all the girls who were like really spiritual, they were looking for a Stephen Curtis Chapman to marry, mm-hmm. right? The, he had yep. to have the hair, love the music, and, and all the whole thing. There's just not that many Stephen Curtis Chapmans around. Nope. No, no, it's not. Where are we at? Uh, I, I sidetracked us with that. You you actually sidetracked me, and I took it farther with. Um, but I love that passage. Uh, Galatians. That's where we were. Galatians. Uh, there's a similar passion. Uh, uh, Romans one sixteen. I'm mm-hmm. not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God and salvation. Uh, yeah, that one. Uh, <laughs> get your own Bible verses. You had your turn, Daryl. Uh, the Beatitudes. Mm. Oh, those are. Mm-hmm. Do you quote them with blessed or There's happy? so much. Uh, blessed, <laughs> but ha- work happy works. Mm-hmm. I mean, blessed are the poor in spirit, for there's the kingdom well, of heaven. Well, and this is what I love about the way you lead and pastor, and what I love about our church is because we're, we're talking about scripture, we're talking about Bible mem- memorization, as it impacts the individual. 
mm-hmm. as a transformational. My experience and so many people's experiences, you're a part of this institution or this organization who does have an agenda and everything you learn supports that agenda or uh, you know, certain uh, belief systems, theologies, whatever, that, that the golden thread of these specific verses that connect all through scripture that that's lay a the good f- That would be a great title for a novel. Well, there you the go. The golden thread. thread. <laughs> golden ticket. Polly sat on his bed wondering, what holds the whole world together? That a voice from nowhere said, thread. it's a golden thread. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> not the voice I was going to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be a parrot. <laughs> A sick one. <laughs> That's, I love that. The, I'm sure there's already a book out there somewhere called The Golden Theory. I love that. <laughs> but that ties into what we're talking about, children and stuff like that. And, and it's like we're going to, dare I almost say, a subtle form of brainwashing. We're going to pour this certain message and agenda in their head and be sure they get it, as opposed to we're going to let God be God, and we're going to show them how to engage with God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I com- I I, you're right. One of my huge philosophies of ministry is the goal is not to feed the institution of the church. Right. Uh, the church will be busy all by itself. The goal is to feed the spiritual neediness of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the church exists for people, people, not the other way around. Right. Uh, and so Bible memorization like fasting and like mm-hmm. acts of service don't exist to in fact, I think one of the reasons why evangelicals have historically not engaged in fasting and acts of service and Bible memorization as a spiritual discipline because it doesn't feed the institution. Right. Yeah. It feeds the individual. Well, you know, I remember early on in my youth ministry years in the late 90s and stuff that was, it was they were always throwing at conferences, always throwing around the statist- statistics and the numbers of you know, high school students leave the church when they turn 18 and graduate. They leave the church, and they, and they kept saying, what can we do to keep them in the church? They still and do that, by the way. <laughs> well, pizza. And, and my, pizza. My, my thought was, why are you <laughs> asking? Pizza and Dr. Pepper. You know, it's the wrong question. Maybe ask, Video why games. are they leaving? Mario Kart. Maybe you're not giving them, you're not feeding them, and all you're doing is, how can we get these kids to support the institution you're, of the church? The, the goal is to make sure the church exists. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. That's a problem. And they don't account mm-hmm. for students move away, and then what happens to them in five years when they do settle down, exactly. or what happens to them in ten years? My experience is that a lot of that hand-wringing is not really justified. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, we are losing people. I will freely admit that, but it's not because they're teenagers and they grow up. Mm-hmm. We're losing people because churches are pathetic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they've not done a good job of what we've talked mm-hmm. about. They, they, they've exactly. And people can see through it. Mm-hmm. Um, the But for the most part, if, if you have healthy churches engaged in healthy ministry, what you find is they do tend to, like birds who leave the nest and how far away can I fly, they, they tend to do that kind of thing. But then when they get married and when they have relationships, they have their children, it's almost like it's almost like the Bible says somewhere that if you train up a child <laughs> in the way that it should go, when he is old, he will not depart from it, right? So as they get older and they have they almost like salmon coming home, mm-hmm. uh, they come back to their faithful. Now they may have a different take on it. Mm-hmm. They're going to have their own emphasis. But I am not concerned at all about the future of the church. I, I believe agree. that the Lord is doing some amazing things. I've been well, saying that for a long time. And as time. parents, we can't guilt <coughs> our grown children into going to church. You've been raised in church, and now you don't go to church, and you don't take your kids. To, that doesn't work. You say that as if you've done that a time or two. Well, 
Well, but I, but okay, what's <laughs> what's the emphasis I've with that? Too. What's the emphasis of that? Go to church. Go to church. Go to church. It's not about passive aggressive. No, yeah. no God or right. whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Find a church is a better language. Find yes. a church where you can grow. Mm-hmm. That that's a better language than well, go then to as church. Parents, you know, or as as you don't even have to be a parent, just young people that you care about and that you love and you know they're not going to church then it's our obligation and our responsibility to start praying for them you know too we have to play our part too not just guilt them into going but then we have to do our part as well Um, and and i think as you think about that healthy meditation about bible verses well and if you think of a church like home as a family if you're a safe place for them to 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 grow and and explore and come back to they're going to want to do that. But if you're a place where they always feel shamed or right. guilted or beat down, they're not going to want to come They're not going to come. Yeah. 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 yeah I know that I would. Um, thanks for listening to our podcast today on Bible memorization. Uh, we would love, I want to challenge you, the two or three of you who listen to this. Kelly's going to take you home in just a minute with some more information. Maybe share this on your, on your social media, uh, whatever social media you use. It'd be we don't usually promote that way, but maybe take a moment and share, but also include your Bible verse that you love Ooh, that you memorize. Yeah. So like you could put on there, uh, this is my favorite Bible verse. Ask me to quote it to you sometime, that kind of thing. And then share this podcast with your friends on your social media. That'd be amazing. We love you. Hang in there. We'll come back next week with more stuff. See, See you, you later. Thanks so much for listening to Under the Water Tower, a podcast dedicated to honest discussion of the Bible. To donate to this ministry, just go to fmf.life slash give. That's fmf.life slash give. Just a reminder to subscribe to Under the Water Tower on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That way you'll never miss an episode. Help us to spread the word about our podcast by talking about it and sharing it on your social media. Thanks again for joining us. On behalf of Under the Water Tower, I'm Kelly Trapane.